Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Girls No Filter. I'm here, this is Jess, and I'm with Gab. Hey guys. And Kelly. Hello. So how was your weeks, girls? How are all you? All good, all good. What's my What's goss? What's the goss? <laughs> You've always got something to tell well, me. Well, my little girl has now turned one, as you two oh. know. Uh, thank you so much, aunties, for her amazing pink Range Rover. <laughs> she's been, <laughs> the she's been driving clay. around the kitchen all day. Oh, she's yeah, still working, always oh, brilliant. <laughs> she absolutely loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the only Does time in her she? life she'll ever be getting a pink Range Rover, I can tell you that. So, um, no, thank you so much. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she turned one. We debated over the colour, didn't we, Jess? Yeah, we. I sent pink and Gabby was like, do you think we should get white? And I was like, yeah, I know what you mean, but the pink's just so fabulous. And she was like, yeah, fuck it, let's get pink. Yeah, no, I think, like, you know, one-year-old girl, she can have pink. That's brilliant i love it Absolutely. so yeah she um it's she turned one and i am in the process now of like blitzing the house of all the toys that are like for any baby up to age one i'm like getting rid of all the plasticky baby crap of all the bouncers the walkers the not that she can walk yet but you know the little things you put them in to walk the cars all that sort of thing and she's onto her like grown-up toys now so i'm having like a massive clear out in the house Aww. feel like i'm detoxing it sounds awful like detoxing of her first year of life but I just want to like start again now Aww. it's like been a massive milestone she's she's one is like yeah I feel like I, I noticed it in her so much the other day I was like she really is a she much really older is. baby now like she's she's so much more aware she's when we put her in that car she was like <laughs> her face lit up. she know. knew what was going on do you know what I mean yeah. she's not not just a baby no. in arms anymore. She's like fully aware of what's going on and she's just so, so cute. Really, I put the video of Ottilie obviously <laughs> driving in on my Instagram to the They See I Me know. Rolling yeah. and I had so many people oh, message same. me. Like I was inundated. So People cute. I didn't even know like going, oh my God, that <laughs> I was like, I oh, know, she's oh. amazing. Well, happy first Thank birthday you, to Ottilie all of us at yeah. Day's No Filter. Yeah. And Gabs, how was your week? We love Did you, you say you just got electrocuted? I just got fucking electrocuted. So, you know... <laughs> you've you lived to tell the tale. Like my fu- honestly, my life You're 20, minute, 20, it's, honestly. It's a laugh a minute at the minute. <laughs> so, you know the phone chargers, but not the ones that are just the single plug. They kind of come like built into a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a thicker plug. Anyway, that has kind of broken in half. So the wires are exposed, but the gold plate bit is exposed. So I've shoved my hand right on that gold plate and it jumped up my arm. Like the whole thing went, I was like, (gasps) and I screamed, George went, I just feel educated. And he was like, oh Oh my God. My my hand is going to blister 100%. It's it's run all up my arm. So then I Googled in a panic, do I need to go to the hospital if I've just been electrocuted? Oh Oh God, that's the last thing you need right now. Obviously, the last thing I need Other than that, I am really, really yearning to live in the countryside that is my update for this week yeah Uh, do you know no but you say that Jess but I've always said it I've always said I would love to live in a house like in the country I know one step at a time now Gab right Let's I know, but I just you can take the, the girl out of Essex, Gab, but you I'm can't take like, the Essex out of the girl. Essex out of the girl, no. But I'm quite happy to be taken out of Essex. Like I just, or even Essex, but country. I just don't want like a city. Yeah, but we've town we've life. got all the Where forest. I live, like I, I, yeah, I walk opposite, and it's fields and fields and fields. Like we need to go. I'm talking uh, about the lifestyle, though. I'm talking about the country lifestyle. Not what's, what's your being version able to of walk country into lifestyle? The forest. 
like just a slower pace of life with animals and welly boots and <laughs> going out to like sort your horses out. Like that's. I mean, I really slower that pace life. of life. See, that's where we. I know the first thing worse, is you've but... got like a full time career, <laughs> plus you know a podcast. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, on the side. <laughs> Plus a very hectic yeah. social life. You've got a family household to run. So, you know, I, I don't think a slower pace yeah. of life is... Extension a, to build. Let's get through the 2021 and then we can <laughs> we can look at country houses, eh? By the way, Jess, we're in Thanks. 2020. Thanks, love. No, I know, but I've just written that oh, one okay. off. So it's 2021 right. we'll we're on to soon, you know. Oh, I'm okay, just, we might as well put our Christmas trees up now. Well, I had nice. Christmas dinner the other day. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you, Kel? Yeah. I, I was in Marx's the other day and all the Christmas stuff was out. And normally I, I get know. really annoyed at stuff like that. And this year I thought, good, good. Oh, Please I know. come Bring early because I'm, I want to get this year out the fucking way. What else I want to bring on is our next guest because I feel like both of you are sat there itching to we interview this wonderful, wonderful guest. You two are really <laughs> dressed up for today's... Um... Oh, do we? Oh, this is a little bit of lipstick. Yes, he needs a good introduction. He is wonderful and I'm so excited for this. The little girl inside of me is screaming right now because I was a huge fan growing up. And when I say huge, I mean I had a life-size poster on my wall amongst probably 30 others. (laughs) Me too. Pretty sure you girls are with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had them all. Um, But he is a very, very, very lovely man, very talented, gorgeous, lovely family man. And he's always so kind and friendly, very, very funny. And here he is. It's Mr. Peter Andre. What an intro. (laughs) Let's just go back a bit, Jess. I've told you this before. I used to have a life-size cutout of you as well as many others. So, Uh, Oh, no, no, many other of No, many other girls. Of me. No, 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 many other posters of you. I'm not joking. I I watched you at Wembley. You supported Boyzone. Yeah, I did. And then did you have your own concert there as I well? I did. Did you come to that? Went to both. Get out of town. Oh, I was yeah. obsessed. So Boys Home were my number one and then you came along and I was like, oh, hang on a minute. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> There's what? a new man in town. I've got to say, first of all, hi, Kelly. Hi, Gabby. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and Jess, before we even start, tell your bro we need to do a gym session. He's he's. Oh, God, you wouldn't want to. He's schmick. No, he'd he's come to my gym it. here. He'd love it. Yeah, he's he's a gym freak. Are as we you invited? Know. Yes. Can we just spectate? Actually, yeah, I'll, just, <laughs> really I'll count Kelly. the reps. Well, Kelly, I've got I've got a coffee shop in my gym. I know it sounds ridiculous. Oh, you're bloody kidding! A coffee I shop love or coffee. a coffee machine. Got a coffee shop. I swear to God. So what it is, right? Is uh, I've got it all kind of you know. I, I love he's my gym. Selling it to us now, girls. Can you hear I this? Don't show as much of my fitness stuff as I used to, because I'm I'm like nearly 50. I'm like, nah, I'll just do it by myself. But in my room, in, in the gym, I've got it all set up. And then I've, I made a section that's decked out as a, as a coffee shop. So I've got two chairs, a coffee table, uh, men's health, women's fitness. You can grab a coffee, sit down. Oh my I mean, God, I love you know, this. I, I, that's insane. I do you go in there for this. a coffee first? Or do you just like me? Oh, no, no, I have a coffee, sit down, watch a bit of, put Netflix on. Get in the zone. And then don't do the gym and walk. Pete, did you say that you're nearly 50? I'm 47 and a half, yeah. No oh, way, Jesus that God. is mad. You have not aged. 
no, no, you, you really haven't. haven't. So you have. Can haven't, we just though. can we just tell on everyone now that you're at, you've got a beauty light in front of you? Can I just say these lights, right? My daughter. <laughs> yeah, even, yeah. You blame it on the daughter. Don't blame them on your children. You love it big time. Do you want me to show you? <laughs> yeah, what go have for you it. Got? Look, look at this bad boy right here. It looks like nice. a it's a do they clip onto the thing in front? Like Pete is showing us a beauty light for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so won't the listeners get to see this? No, no, no. no. So this is just the audio. Oh, gutted! I got all. I know. Prepared Did you well. do your makeup and everything? Oh, I'm so fully, sorry. We... No. So, well, I this these lighting this lighting. I said to my daughter, whatever you're doing, put that up there so that when I do Zoom calls and that, I look half decent. <laughs> it is actually amazing what a good yeah, bit of lighting can do, all right, isn't it? All right. All right. Sorry. No. Not <laughs> that. You know. But you are nearly fifty. I mean. Come on, Pete. You must be hiding a few lines in there. Do you know what, though? I, I don't know what it is. I think um, I'm mentioning your brother again, Jess, but he, he reminds me of a, a younger, obviously better looking version of me. But he reminds me of a younger version of me because I was very obsessed at his age with training and stuff like that. But actually what it does is it sets you up in good stead for later on in life because even yeah. when you get into other things, and I've got kids, obviously, and I've, you know, I don't get as much time to do it. It's still in you, and you just muscle memories. I'm like muscle memory. I never really got until about five years ago, and then I was like, Jesus, like it's so. When it, your muscles you're, you're right. Your muscles, like they kind of, they're there. You yeah. might put some fat on top, but then when you want to go back and shred, like they're still kind of there. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think I I never realised how much training was important until about, yeah, five years ago. And then I was like, shit, this stuff is, like, I used to do it like once a week, maybe. I'd, I'd be like, I'd walk on the treadmill, whatever. Now it's like th three to five times a week. And I know that I can go and eat. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. It you do good, it so but... that you can eat. You do it so that you can enjoy your food. Well, and we'll, you can... we'll all come round for a good old um, gym session coffee and a, and a chicken curry. Mate, yes. sounds good to oh. me. Sounds Gabby, perfect. I haven't heard from you. I feel a bit mean that I'm just rambling on about my life and you're going, um... <laughs> She's just observing. Come on, Gobby Gabby. See, I'm just we're... observing. I, I'm, I'm a bit in shell shock, I think, because Pete, like Jess, I used to have you on my wall. Um... Yeah, so Are you getting so gab. A little bit, I think. Never see you speechless. To, we, well, we, you know, it's not very often you get to sit having a, a conference call with somebody that you had on your wall. It's quite cool. Right, no? Gabby's Thank coming you. round too. Gabby's got to come <laughs> round too. I won't be training though, Pete. I'll eat the chicken curry and I'll count the reps. I'm not interested in training. Well, if you want food, you can come round. If you want to train, you can come round. Or if you want to have a coffee with me, you can. If you want wine. Oh, yeah. I like wine. We've got yeah. that section too. That's just slightly later in the day. We'd probably be in that section all day. You were saying about approaching 50. How do you feel? Like, you you mentioned that you were nearly 50. You're not. You're 47 and a half. So you've got a way to go. But <laughs> not that long. Because you said that, it's obviously on your mind. How do you feel about hitting the big 5-0? Well, I've got a bro my brother, Mike. He's uh, He's... He just turned 50 and he looks insane. You know, he's in the best shape of his life and he, he's happy and his work's going amazing. And I just thought, well, he I kind of have him to look at every... He's three years ahead. So I'm always kind of looking at him going, well, if he could do it, I'll be all right. Uh, I have my days. So I'm just like, oh, man. You're as no, young I as wish... you feel. Age is just a number. And I'm realising that the older we're getting, I actually well, am. You're, you're still very young, Jess. Well, I just turned 35. Yeah, but you look so young, and that is young. Well, that is young. Yeah, but I'm like, when when I'm, I almost feel like I'm midway to forty now. Thirty five, it's like shit. I'm on the bad side of of the thirties now. We're heading that way. I'll give you my honest opinion about 
the 40 mark. When I got 40, I hated it. No, no, but don't worry. It gets good. It gets good. So 40, right? I remember the day. I'd only just recently lost my brother prior to that. So I was in a really bad sort of spot. But I I woke up on the day of 40 and I was trying to be happy because everyone had done so much for me and everything. But I saw the 4-0 written down and literally it was, it, it, made me feel sick. Oh my God, dying. But wait, but wait. I rang my sister, I go, Debs, what am I gonna do? I'm 40, how did you feel? She goes, oh, I hated it. And I said, well, how long did it last for? She said, a year. I'm like, great. But then when I turned 41, I don't know what happened in my 40s. I completely chilled out. I became a different person. Everything, everything's, I'm happy about life. I'm always, I'm chilled. And I really do think that 40s are insane. Yeah, see, I said this about the 30s, so I'm really hoping that you're right. And so by the time we get to 40, we can say the same about that and be like, mm. oh, I feel even more secure in myself. I feel even more confident. And yeah, I like think it's, that just that will. does come with age, doesn't it? And obviously, the older we get, the more, yeah, the more like, like you say, the more comfortable with yourself you are. And I think, sure. like, getting older, like, definitely, should, I know you girls hate it every oh, year. You're always counting yeah, it gives me it gives me anxiety. I yeah. think it shouldn't be something we're scared of. Like, I think it should be something we embrace and, like, almost look forward to. Like, the next, like, milestone. It's always, like, there's, you know, we can set ourselves targets and, like, you know, like, new life goals and stuff. I think it's, I think it's exciting, like, getting to new, like, age milestones. I mean, that's very positive, Kelly, but... um. No, yeah. it is. Yes, I promise you. I promise you that. Um, you know, thirties for me anyway. I don't know about you, but were weird. It was like my midlife crisis time because I knew I wasn't a kid and I knew that I wasn't a man. I was There's a like, lot of pressure in the thirties because yeah. you have to grow up, you have to get married, you have to have kids. It's that kind of your career should be where you want it to be, and yeah. You are going to be like at some point, whether it's in your late 30s or whatever, or early 40s, you're just going to be like, oh, my God, you feel like life's just started again. It's a it's a weird thing that happens to you, but you just all of a sudden, and it's not about your circumstances. It's mad, actually, when you think about you that. Look like a, he looks like a 32-year-old sitting here, yeah. like in his white cap, black I tip, tight t-shirt. The lighting, Gabby's the, the lighting's light. definitely got something to do <laughs> it's with a joke. that. But Pete, are you going to have a big 40th? How will you celebrate? Are you a 50th. party man? A uh, 50th, 50th, sorry. Well, here's the thing. So I used to party hard, Jess. You guys didn't know me back in the day. But oh, we in felt the 90s, like we I was did. A bit you all know Brown Walls. You were with us every night, Pete. It's so weird because everyone, <laughs> when they talk to, um, you know, when they say to me, they go, oh, you know, have you ever done anything dodgy in your life? I'm like, what? Are you? The 90s for me were a blur. I mean, we used to go and we used to do <laughs> concerts in Europe or in Asia, wherever we were. And we'd finish the, the gig and then we'd say, right, we want the hottest club that you've got. And we'd turn up to this club and we would party all night till they used to, they never used to close these clubs, right? And then we would literally get on the tour bus at seven in the morning or whatever it was, go to the next destination and get there at three or four in the afternoon, go straight. The only time we would ever sleep is in that time on the bus. So you were you were a big party animal then, hardcore. But I completely stopped. And and I almost, I don't know if it was just too sudden, but one day I just was like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I just didn't want to, it just didn't, it just didn't feel the same. And I think that again happens somewhere in your life, something changes and you're like, nah, I mean, it might not be drink. You might, you might not stop drinking, but I, for some reason, I just stopped everything. It just didn't interest me anymore. So are you staying in with a cup of tea on your 50th? No, then? 
But what I am going to do, <laughs> what I do want to do is I want to do something I've always dreamed of, and that's to go on Harley's in Los Angeles and go down Route 66 with Insane. a group of us. Wow. To Vegas. Amazing. Yeah, wherever it takes us. Stop in Vegas, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Route 66. And is that oh. with your mates or with Emily? I don't and... think Ems will be up for it. She'll be like, no. hey, mate, she's so awesome like that. She would actually literally say to me, go do what you want. And she's, I guess that's what... That's what makes her so incredible because she knows she knows my routine. She knows what I like, so she's not. Yeah, she's it's not. actually really nice to see you so happy, Pete. I feel like you Thank deserve you. it, and she seems so lovely. Do you feel yeah. like what life began as well when you became a dad? Does your whole kind of does it, like the making of you almost? Because that's what I always think when I have a baby. I think that'll be I'll be like such a different person and, and just be like that was Jess before and this is Jess after. Well, look, I I don't know Kelly very well or Gabby, but. I know that you've got a beautiful family. I see your mum and dad. I see you guys all together. Mm. I see it all the time, right? How how many of you are there in the family? So there's four kids. Well, we've got loads of cousins, but there's four of us. Me, Mark, Josh, our younger brother, and my younger sister, Natalia, who's 20. Right. So, so you yeah. come from that kind of family where you know, just by judging by your family, what your fa- your family is going to be like. Yeah, I guess so. I probably won't have four children, unfortunately, because I'm 35 now. But hopefully, yeah, I'll have a fragment of that. What's your partner's name? William. Well, you didn't really give me a call. There could be four kids in the next five years. It's very We're getting married next year, aren't we? Well, supposed to be, but um, with COVID. But please, God, we can. And so I've hopefully after that. be happy as well. I remember we had this chat once and I want to see you happy because you so deserve it. Oh, thanks, Pete. I think you actually commented on my picture or messaged me or something when I got engaged and said something like that. I was like, oh, bless. It's so sweet. But enough gushy stuff. We need uh-huh. to... <laughs> Can you talk to me about um, the life of Andre? Is this, is this a new YouTube channel? Yeah. I've got to be honest as well. I was a huge fan of your reality show back in the day. Yeah, Because it was one of too. the first of its kind, wasn't it, on ITV2? Yeah, so we we kind of... I don't know if it's right to say we launched ITV2, but we we were sort of the, the only reality show on at the time. Before us, of course, was the Osbournes who were huge and they were on I don't I think it was MTV or whatever I think so yeah they stopped and we started it and obviously you know thankfully we did really well both Kate and I together and then I went on afterwards and the show you know I did a different named show but it carried on and it did really really well and then I always said if I got to 10 shows 10 series sorry we would stop but I never thought we'd get to 10 series I never thought I would and the reason I said that was because the Osborne stopped after a certain amount of series. And I thought, well, if you ever reach that, stop while you're on, on a high, because if you don't, at some point it's going to go down. It's, it's like yeah. the Kardashians now. Like, I really feel like as much as I love their show and everything, I definitely think they were running out of not content because it's reality. But I, yeah, when they announced they were yeah, stopping, I was like, that totally almost. makes sense. Like- yeah. yeah, my manager Claire was like, because I've been with Claire for twenty five years, and she's like, "Why would you stop? You know, we're getting amazing ratings. We were on huge ratings at that point." And I just said, "Because if we don't, it's going to go wrong. I just feel it." So I stopped, and then after a while, I thought, "Should I have stopped? Shouldn't I? Should I?" Mm-hmm. Then recently, through lockdown, I was posting stuff on Instagram about family life, and people were going, "Please bring back the show." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's nice, but you know, we've been there and we've done it, and it, times have changed." And then the Sun, the newspaper, approached us and said. How do you feel about doing a little like vlogs, right? Mm-hmm. Like a reality show, but the difference this time is we'll give you the cameras. So you just film what you want. Yeah. And I just thought, you know what? 15 minute shows, 20 minute shows. I thought this would be a bit of fun. Gave us a bit of a taste for it. 
And it's actually done really, you know, really well for the sun. So we're on our second series of vlogs, if you can call it that. And then I don't know what's going to happen now. It's just kind of like fun. So where can we watch it? So at the moment, it's exclusive to the sun. So it's on their on their YouTube. But it's actually made me kind of wake up a bit and go, actually, this is all a bit of fun, you know. Really? Oh, how exciting. How does Emily feel? Does she, is she a part of it? Is she on the show? Yeah, she loves it. I mean, she's fine. She She's always busy working. And when she, she doesn't mind, she, the only thing she doesn't want is Millie and Theo's face on camera. I totally understand that and appreciate it if that's what she wants. But they're still on the show, Millie and Theo, but you just never see them. I'm excited for this. I feel like this needs to get commissioned and it's going to be on our TVs very, very oh, soon. I hope so. Yeah. But that's the way the, t- like the TV world's going now, isn't it? It's all about people just want to see families at home and like it, whether it's celebrities or, or just like crazy families or someone with a bit of something interesting going on. But it, I, 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 just like, an insight I was, into other people's lives. I, I think mean, look it's at so the, interesting. The Housewives franchise. I was laying in bed last night and my partner, he, he fed asleep. So I was laying there and I, I wasn't tired. I was just looking through and I've never watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills but I put it on and I was like there's nothing else on I'm just going to put it on well within half half an hour I was hooked I was like I am binge watching this whole series <laughs> like it's just for some reason it's just so easily watchable if that's a word I don't know if I'd want to do reality on TV I quite like this little vlog thing the YouTube thing's kind of fun and you can control it because you're you're filming it yourself. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I was just going to say, actually, Emily was a nurse during COVID as well, which is insane. Doctor. No, no, she's a she? doctor. Yeah, doctor. And she, um, she worked right through it and she actually got the virus. It was insane. Oh, my oh God. God. I remember her ringing me one day saying, I need to self-isolate from now. And I said, why? And she said, well, I can't give you any information because it was all confidential stuff going on. But... As in, sorry, you know, it's all confidential and they're not allowed to discuss even with their partners, which, you know, you get to you get to understand. But she said, I have to self-isolate. And she did. And I thought, what's going on? And three days later, she started getting really bad symptoms, but she couldn't test back then because back then they weren't doing the testing or you had to. They were just starting testing after she she was quite sick. And then months later, she did the antibody test and found that she'd had it. So Bless her. How scary, especially like that early on in the virus when we... Well, I mean, yeah. even now, it's still early on. We still don't understand it. We still have we so much to learn about then. it. Yeah. But yeah, back then, like, and, you know, it's thanks to people like her who are out on the front line that Absolutely. we are getting to the stage where we're, you know, where we're sort of getting on well we're trying to get on top of it I know it's going to take a long time but it's mad year isn't it mad year 2020 has been crazy really really mad is it just me or do you guys you go to a shop and you go oh man I forgot the mask every time and I have to go back <laughs> it's so frustrating because you just it's not natural for us to no, do it I know. no I know my husband and, does it every time if he gets every single time we go out and I'm like for god's I have I always take a couple of spare ones and then I'm like yeah. shelling them out What I wanted to ask Pete was your secret to a happy marriage. I know it's a really cliche question, but you guys just seem to have such a lovely, mutually respectful relationship. Obviously, that's outside in. I have no idea what your relationship's like, but that's the kind of vibe you give off. And I just wondered what your, and obviously you've been together for a while and you're nearly 50, so you've got all this great life experience and previous relationships. So what do you think is the secret to UNM's? First of all, we we I don't think we've ever argued, but we do 
love our little disagreements and bickers. Like, you know, when, when, when someone's always right, but 95% of the time they are bloody right. And it does my nutting because I know she's right, but I don't want to admit she's right. And so I'm, I like dig my heels in thinking she's not right, but deep inside, I know she's right. (laughs) I reckon what it's the fact that fundamentally we have the same we like the same things. So when we go on holiday, we love doing exactly the same things. We love the same food. When we, you know, watch something on Netflix, it's pretty much, I mean, 95% of the time, we absolutely love the same thing. So I think fundamentally, we're very, we're very alike, even though we're two people from two completely different worlds. But where we are almost identical is on how we are with family. She's one of five kids, and I'm one of six. And they're, you know, I've seen their family, how they are. And it's almost like reliving my childhood, except my parents were very strict Greek, had that sort of strictness. But I see a very similar thing. And we fundamentally have the same, I think, morals when it comes to family. Yeah, yeah. that's a really important thing, I think, when you meet someone. And and what what you just said about when you go on holiday and you enjoy doing the same things, I think that is such a big thing because... I always go back to saying that you should always be with someone who is like your best friend and then therefore so yeah like you're like right should we just do this and then have dinner and then do this and then they're like yes and but if because if you weren't doing that and you were always clashing on what you wanted to do you're not you're not going to enjoy oh, each other's no. company you're That'd not going to get you're not you're not going to get on so yeah I think that's a great thing definitely and and opposites do attract don't get me wrong there are the saying of opposites attract and it can but it doesn't mean opposite in every way exactly we're opposites in the sense that she saves lives and on the same day I might be in a recording studio recording a voiceover for something. It's two different worlds and, you know, I probably partied a lot harder than she ever did and so we probably lived completely different lives but somehow... Brought you together. It worked, you know. Yeah. I think Jess hit it right on the head when she said that if you can look at them as your best friend. So what happened with me and Em's were we were best mates for two years before we even before I knew what I was feeling. So I'd never seen her in that way. She was beautiful, but I just, I was friends with her whole family. And the kids knew her as just like Auntie Emily. Like they didn't, there was no connection between me and her. And then one day it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'll never forget that day. I was like, oh my God, I just, these feelings. I, and I thought, what am I gonna do? Her dad's my friend, I've got to ask him. I'm an older guy, I've got two kids, this might not, you know, she's, I just didn't know if it was going to work, you know, if they would accept me. And um, and because of that friendship, I think the kids just bonded with her so much that it just, it was just natural. It was just a natural progression. I don't think Emily ever thought of them as stepchildren. She just thought of them as the kids that she knew for two years. Oh, Do you know what lovely. I mean? Yeah. It was built on friendship which yeah. is amazing. Was it a situation or something that happened that triggered that realisation of emotion, Pete? Or was it just literally one day it just smacked you in the head and that was it? I remember doing an interview three weeks before saying sometimes the person you fall in love with is right under your nose the whole time and you don't you don't realise <gasps> it. You know that old saying, right? Yeah. 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 And we were in Zanzibar, which is off the east coast of Africa, and um, Emily's dad and mum are both doctors and they were working out there and we went out there and we had a awesome time all of our families together and we were all walking down this sort of one of the back streets of Zanzibar and we all decided as families to hold hands like you know all of us there was about 15 Aww. of us 
But I, one of my hands was holding Emily's and one was holding her dad, right? <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. This feeling just hit me. I don't know what happened, but I literally felt it like a ton of bricks. And I didn't know. I, I became, I, did, I started stuttering. I couldn't talk. And, and no. all this, she's going, what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, um, nothing. And it was just, I proper, proper fell for her. But it took two years of, of, of not realizing that she was that person that's really fairy tale what is the age difference pete so it's 16 years and i know on paper it doesn't sound great but actually when you see us together we're like two young sort of well yeah because you're a young soul you're so compatible that's really not that bad yeah it's oh, 12, so uh, 11 lovely. or 12 years between me and my husband and I don't ever think of an age difference. I just know. Yeah, he's older than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be. Well, why, why would it, Jessica? Well, yeah, true. <laughs> would you judge true. if I were with a younger man? Well, I'm with a younger yeah, man. George's three years there. younger than me. <laughs> no, I think it's nice yeah. both ways, actually. When whoever's older, it it can easily work both ways. I like that. Definitely, because especially if you're young at heart, then... Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. That's definitely. And have you got? We've a, all got so many questions for you. I know, I know. <laughs> I want to get, I want to get down and dirty. I want to hear the the deep. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. The um, I want to, I want to get some goss on the yeah Pete's inner feelings. No, I want to know if you've got any like life mottos or like sayings or phrases that you live by, like if you repeat anything to yourself like before your performing or doing anything like what what do you live by okay i think it's a very aussie attitude but i have this would everyone just chill the hell out honestly and i, <laughs> and I mean it like people are so everyone's politically correct you know just do chill your own out. thing i'm i'm yeah i get on with everybody i'm not taking life too seriously yeah i mean i used to jess in the 90s i was a little bit i think i was a little bit arrogant and i i really get annoyed at myself at that because I, I remember I remember things that happened that I just can I give you an example? I don't want to bore you. No, go, go ahead, you know. It's a bit of a names drop, but I have to do this because this this really it bothered me for a long time. So George Michael's a fellow Cypriot, right? So he was someone I looked up to all my life. Mm-hmm. And I stood I was performing at the European Music Awards and he was standing next to me because he was performing and he looked, he was very tall, I remember. And I was in absolute awe. And I was at the peak of things at the time. I was having number one. So I should have, you know, whatever. I should have probably been a bit more confident in this situation. But I mm-hmm. came across so arrogant because he asked me a question and I I froze. And so my answer was very, uh, I don't not abrupt. It just was, it was quite cold. It just, I just didn't have any, I just couldn't say anything because I've really looked up to him. He sort of ended the conversation because he thought, well, okay, you know. You and didn't mean to, yeah, you didn't mean to come across arrogant. It was more you being shy, but. Well, that yeah. particular instance, I was shy, but I'd noticed that in other times I was a little bit arrogant because, you know, it goes to your head a little bit when you when things are all, you, it wouldn't now, never in a million years now in my 40s, no way would anything go to my head. But yeah. back then it did. and But then I saw George Michael and I froze and, and my normal arrogant behavior became shy and I still came across arrogant (laughs) and I and I and I regretted it for years and I met up with his dad and I said I'd love to I'd love to meet George and he said well you know he's a 
busy guy. And busy I just man. I regret oh, no. it. So Do you know much. what? That, that that you're not alone. Like I, I imagine so many people in their lives have been across it. Like even if it's with their boss and they're like, shit, I didn't mean to say that. Like he's gonna think I don't care now. Like totally totally hear you I think I've definitely as well being in the public eye you've got to be so careful as well because we're judged we're prejudged anyway so people immediately want you to be horrible or crap and then if you're really nice they're like oh she's actually really nice it's like well why did you think I wouldn't be but yeah. then when when I, when I got into this industry I definitely would have been arrogant to some people without realizing or because maybe yeah I was it was all a bit much and but yeah as you get older I definitely agree with you I'm I mean, if anything now, I'm, I'd go over it and above to be nice just because I'm like, I would never be rude to someone. How dare I? Like, that's just not me. But you live and learn, don't you? And I suppose we mature and, and yeah. And on that, on that subject, Pete, of living and learning, because one of the things I wanted to ask you is do you have any regrets in life? So obviously that's one. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking more generally, I know obviously the 90s were obviously fucking wild for you. <laughs> do you have any regrets though? Do you regret that time in your life? The only regrets I have probably were just before the 90s when I first got signed up in Australia and people were like, my manager at the time was telling me, trying to direct me and I was digging my heels because I wanted to go R&B, R&B and he was telling me, you need to just, just stick to this road. And I kept fighting against it. And even though I had a couple of number ones with R&B back then, biggest success was the pop which is what he told me oh i remember this because your second album was it your second yeah, album it was all like it was really like quite Craig, not craig david but like quite yeah it was Usher, with the Fugees, like... and i worked with montel jordan and so i regret it because that was me being stubborn and me thinking i knew better and actually had i gone with the album they told me to go that would have been two massive albums one massive album is great but it's short-lived. But you loved that whole kind of Michael Jackson, R&B, that sort of vibe, didn't you? <laughs> so you wanted to... I, uh, I, mate, honestly, I I got to do Thriller in the West End last year. Like, I'd love Jews to come and see it. Yeah, gutted oh, I didn't amazing. actually. Oh, my God, I bet that was amazing. It. Yeah. Can I ask about... Um, so I was in ballet when I was about... When did you release Mysterious Girl? What year? Uh, in 95, the first time. I was 10 and Sade, one of our friends, who was probably the biggest fan of you out of everyone, she came into <laughs> ballet and she went, I bought you a present. And I was like, what? And she gave me um, a cassette and it had a paper card sort of sleeve. Yeah. And it was Mysterious Girl. And I was like, what's this? Like, who is it? And she was like, it's this, this guy, like, you need to hear it. It's really good. I got you it. I think it was like from Woolworths. <laughs> yeah. I remember it so well. And I went home and I put it on my little CD player jukebox thing, played it. Well, that obviously I... That was that was the beginning of my obsession. I was like, oh my god! The, <laughs> the video came on TV. Well, you can oh, imagine. I was the video like, was oh. iconic. <laughs> it was insane. But like, how did that vid? How did that song come about? Because if you think about that song, it's quite one of a kind. It's very like I can't explain. It was an amazing pop song, but it was quite it was different as well. Like, how did that even come about? <laughs> I got signed in Australia in 1990, and I'd had five years in Australia before I even came to England and I, I, I mean, lot, not a lot of people know this, but I toured with Madonna. I was her opening act for the girly tour. <gasps> no wow. way. Very, very early nineties. And then I was desperate to come back to England and record in England. But my record company said, 
look, what you're doing will never work in England. It's working here, stay here. But we'll send you to England to record the second album for Oz. But it was never meant to be for England. So I'm in the studio with this guy called Ollie J and we're going over these chords. And he said, look, I've got this chorus and it was called Mystery Man, right? No. Yeah, and he, and he had this chorus and it was, imagine Shubba Ranks, you know, Mr. Lover Man. And then yeah. he says Shubba. Shubba, yeah. The idea was that the girl sings, oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Can, can we please have one? I'm like getting Just excited. A few bars. Yeah, no, I'm going to pass out if you sing the line. Well, it was, it was oh, 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 mystery man. I want to get close to you. And then I was supposed to answer back kind of like a shabba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> I said, look, guys, I'm from Australia. This will never work, you know. Um, why don't we just flip it and sing about the girl? And so... So the song was originally called Mystery Man. Really? So you really did make it your own, didn't you, Pete? I, I just thought if I came across trying to rap or whatever, people would have been like, who is this idiot? So I just I just did it and, and we did it. And, I, and when we did the song, we wrote it, me and this guy, I remember thinking this, this is one of those songs that I just knew was going to somehow do something, but I didn't expect it to do what it did. And it was possibly the simplest song to to write in a way because yeah, the other yeah. stuff that we were doing, which was R&B and no one was interested in it. And oh, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't expect the, the sort of easy poppy song to be the one, but actually that ended up being fantastic. And, oh, uh, I'll sing it with you. Mysterious girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Um, what was I going to say? Was that, where did you shoot the video for that again? Uh, oh, Right, so I filmed that in Thailand, but here's another. These, oh, right. these yes, are not name drop things because I'm not. I don't actually know this person. I'm going to talk about now. So where we filmed, the woman in it, by the way, was stunning. Right? She oh. was really nice. Her name was Champagne. Believe it or not. No, no way. <laughs> anyway, so we filmed it in Thailand on the beach, where ten years later. They filmed the movie The Beach. I do oh, know The Leonardo, where he yeah. was in that area, that's where we filmed it. And so is that waterfall? It's maybe not the same. But... I think it is because I saw it and I went, oh, my God. Because I yeah. never knew where it was. We did it in Thailand, in Phi Phi Island and Phuket and all these places. But I, I didn't actually know if I could ever find it again. And then the movie came out with Leonardo DiCaprio and everyone was going mad about this beach, the actual beach in The Beach. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh my god, that's How it! Oh my god! I mean, mysterious girl, yeah, that was it. Was just yeah, the nineties. It just sums it up, really, doesn't it? Pop. They music were the then. best. Yeah, it was the best era, wasn't it? Nineties for music and pop. It was just yeah, so yeah. much fun, wasn't yeah. it? Maybe we'll have to tour us for us for one day. You know, girls no filter. <laughs> we and could heat. be our backup girls. Pete. What do you reckon, yeah. guys? What do you reckon if you come on stage <laughs> and you sing "Oh, oh, oh Mystery Man"? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> You let's do it. Let's, let's re-release it. Let's re-release it. Seriously, mystery Pete, man. any any plans to go back to music at any point in the near future? Yeah, so um, in lockdown, Gary Barlow reached out and said about doing some sort of virtual duets he was doing with people, and we did this virtual duet, and it was insane. Yes. It was so much fun. And then from there, other people started coming and saying, why don't you put an album out? And I said, oh, I don't know. That was ages ago. And... You know, and they're like, well, why? It's time for your comeback. So just yeah. do it. So, and then Junior's like, you better not release nothing. If it ain't cool, I don't <laughs> want my friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to get this by my friends. All right, man, calm down. You need a rapper. You need this. All right, man, calm no. down. So, 
So I need to I need to be careful what I do. This is going to be fun. I feel like it is time for your music comeback because everyone's got to have that moment, and yours is definitely coming up. And can we just say that Princess's oh voice, my God, is, voice is oh my God, insane. insane. Yeah, I saw it on your. Oh, she's so good. Like she's got the 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 vibrato. Oh, she really like, does. So she worries about you know when she does a if she sings something and then at the end of the line she doesn't you know if it's she feels it slightly goes off pitch or doesn't finish and I said that's not important. What's no. important is if your tone and you feel what you're singing and you she's got that vibrato which I used to practice as a kid like forever. I used to. Uh, I used to do a thing that was called the 50-50. So uh, I know it sounds ridiculous, but if you were saying like, I love you, you would do this. You would go, I love you. So you- <laughs> oh, le- Gabby's legs have gone to jelly. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know what vibrato is, don't worry. because yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> we used to have to practice that you do half of the word with no vibrato. To be able yeah. to control it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's got vibrato and I'm like, yes, you got. Oh, you keep nurturing that and you, you can just do so much magic. Well, it sounds like Amazing. the Andres are, are coming for the world and the music industry. Yeah. I think with, with a voice yeah. like Princesses and with you... And your wonderful family show, and obviously, hopefully, another album. You you better get us girls no feel to front front row backstage. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, we'll, we'll even perform. You've got so, to promise you know. me though that if I do a show, you will come. Oh, oh my I'll bring god, my are mom, you mad, I'll bring Pete? All the women. Yeah, would we'll be yes. You've got to promise to invite us, and also, meanwhile, we're obviously coming to the gym tomorrow morning for that workout. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, dinner, wine, we're doing it all. But we're Pete, honestly, you, you, as always, you've been an amazing <laughs> person and guest, and you're just so lovely and kind and wonderful and humble. So thank you for doing this. And yes, we will be front row at that concert buying life-size posters <laughs> yeah thank you for joining us Pete it was so lovely to hear from you lovely talking to you guys and I'll see you all hopefully oh, together thanks so, so much. thank you so much, much Pete thank you thank you you're a legend thank you.